This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Podbusters! If you think you're better... Then those in the hood, God's going to call Clod Busters. If your wallet's stuck and it don't give good, God's going to call Clod Busters. I'm afraid of those horses. I'm terrified of that wolf. Rod Busters. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Rod Busters. If you think you're better than those in the hood. God's going to call Clod Busters. If your wallet's stuck and it don't give good, God's going to call Clod Busters. I'm afraid of those horses. I'm terrified of that wolf. Rod Busters. You might realize now that we are naming this show. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Rod, before you go into that, I just never knew I was coming this morning and bail a new talent. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't Robbie, give up your day job, is what they're saying. Rapping Robbie. Yeah, rapping Robbie. So God's going to call Claude Busters? I mean, I guess you kind of figured that from the intro. Um, I did have fun putting that together and thinking about it this morning. And you're probably wondering what in the world. Well, as always, you know, I have a little something. <laughs> so I, you know, as the beginning 2023, God has me in the book of Habakkuk. And we're in Habakkuk chapter 1. And so when you get into Habakkuk chapter 1, um, we had talked about last week, you know, that God was, or that Habakkuk was bemoaning the way that people were acting around him. And then all of a sudden, uniquely in the book of Habakkuk, God starts talking himself in the book. And he starts talking to the prophet Habakkuk. And this is what he says. It has everything to do with clod busting, as you're going to understand here in a second. And so I don't know if I've ever thought of myself as a clod, but we're going to get there. So, <laughs> behold ye among the heathen. Now, just think about that a minute, okay? Now, the Jews, uh, unfortunately, and believe me, when I'm pointing my finger at them, I'm pointing five back at me. We'll get to that in a minute. But right now, I just have to point my finger because this is what God's doing. He's saying that, look, the Jewish people thought that their spirit was better than the spirit of the nations. In other words, they had spirit because God gave them the law and whatever that they were literally a better form of human being, and and so they rose themselves up above and became hard-hearted. 
that's going to become very important in this discussion. But these hard-hearted Jews would not imagine themselves being among the heathen or the nations, right? These uncircumcised. What, what, what are you doing with these people? He says, but God says, behold ye among the heathen. And he says, in regard and wonder marvelously. So he's telling you, think a lot about this. Wonder and marvel, okay. And he says, I'm going to work a work in your days which you will not believe. In other words, you will not see this coming. <laughs> I'm going to work a work in your days, which, by the way, I bet you there's been something done in your life. I did not see that coming, right? Like, man, I, that's just unbelievable. I'm going to work a work in your days, which you will not believe, even if it was told to you. And so then he says, and here's his verse 6, he says, For lo, I raise up the Chaldeans, that bitter and hasty nation. Now, here's the reason why we're saying Claude Busters today. It's because the word Chaldeans in Hebrew means clodbuster, which is significant when you think of Jesus' parable of the soil. <laughs> that the first seed didn't get to go in because what the, it was, it, the, the dirt was hard because it had been rutted from people walking over and over like our hearts get hard when we begin to think that we're better than other people and all that. And so who's God going to call? And you ain't going to believe it when they come because it's going to be heavy duty. So, like, man, you're not going to see this coming, but he's going to call Claude Busters, just saying. (laughs) And they are going to march through the breadth of the land to possess the dwelling places that are not theirs. Okay? That means they are going to hit you where you live. Okay? And let me show you how neat that is because dwelling places is tabernacle. Well, tabernacle, if you know, if you're a Christian, where do you tabernacle with God? It's in your heart. In other words, he's going to hit you where you live. And, and clearly for the Jews, they lived in the temple. That was their idea of, you know, we have this, nobody else has it, okay? And the Chaldeans were going to put an end to that. Is, 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 and and they did not see that coming. They just didn't. They, they, you know, they totally trusted in their place there. And then it says, they're terrible and dreadful in their judgment and dignity proceed of themselves. And that, what that's saying is, you know, it's my way or the highway here. <laughs> you know, like when they speak, you're going to listen or you're going to wish you did listen. Let me just say, as, as, as certainly a lot of those kings found out the hard way. But here's kind of where I want to land today because I think it's so beautiful what God shares with us here. And it's so relevant to what we are living with. Um, in our worlds, based on our own behavior. Okay, so it says their horses are swifter than leopards and more fierce than even wolves, and their horsemen shall spread themselves, and their horsemen shall come from far, and they shall fly like an eagle that hasteth to eat. Okay, so with all that being said, that, that little paragraph right there, the eighth verse of the first chapter would be the miracle verse, right? If you're following it, Robbie loves to talk about the miracle verse. Where there's the miracle, okay? And, and all these animals that are in this verse are, you, you can read the book of Revelation, you're going to see plenty of horses, <laughs> and they're going to be swift, and it ain't going to be pretty, okay? <laughs> it just, you know, and, and, and wolves... Oh, my goodness. And all these symbols have been symbols of nations throughout the history of the world, right? You, you may be aware that 
um, the Greeks were considered to be leopards. They, that was their symbol. The leopard was was a Greek symbol. And horses, of course, were Babylon, was a Babylonian symbol. In fact, I have a picture of one of Nebuchadnezzar's obelisks that's there at christiancarguy.com that will show you one of those lines of that obelisk shows a horse, a two-headed leopard, another horse, and then he shows an eagle, and then it shows an eagle at the at the end of this as if it was as, it was as if whoever carved it had read this passage it's like man you got to be kidding me there's the eagle like right there and all these all these are symbols of countries throughout the world and i don't know if you ever ever realized this i didn't actually until i began to study it that germany's um symbol was a wolf in so many different ways you think about it, their submarines were called a wolf pack well there was a reason that that the germans have long used the wolf <clears throat> as a symbol, thus the name Wolfgang, and I did not know it, but Adolf itself comes from the word wolf. And so does Rudolph, by the way, for those reindeer friends out there. <laughs> but, but man, these these animals are symbols that God is using not just not just on a huge scale that we're talking about worldwide apocalypse here. We're talking about in your life on a regular basis, he brings these ideas, and, and it's, really, it's really a beautiful thing that the Jews teach. You know, they have a better neshama than us here. They, they, they think they got it going on. But they do teach that Adam had, like, special vision that he could see when he saw the animals and he went to name them, he could see how God spoke them into existence with the Hebrew language and so in the way that he named these animals were the energies that God used to speak them into existence. And so within these animals and these symbols are remarkable things that we can marvel and regard marvelously, okay? We can, we can marvel at these things in your life. Now, when I was thinking that I was better than everybody else, which is probably way too often, I was the general manager at the Chrysler store down the street here. And I really thought I was important. I got cancer, and these huge tumors started to well up in my skin. And I went to the dermatologist, and, you know, they did a biopsy, and, and they called me back the next day, and they're like, Mr. Dilmore, we need you to come down here and talk to us. And I'm like, I'm a busy man. I don't have time, you know. I have over 100 employees up here. I'm an important person. I don't have time to, you know, like, this is Robbie was thinking. The cloudbusters were on their way, I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, well, Mr. Dilmore, you, you have lymphoma. And I was like, what's lymphoma? And they said, oh, that's cancer. And I said, I'll be right there. And like within swifter than horses and faster than leopards and more terrible than wolves, immediately my clods were busted. <laughs> we'll be back with so much more clod busting when we come back. So stay tuned. A lot more. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Claude Busters. If you think you're better than those in the hood, God's going to call Claude Busters. If your wallet's stuck and it don't give good, God's going to call Claude Busters. I'm afraid of those horses. I'm terrified of that wolf. 
God's going to call Claude Buster. So if you missed the first segment of this show, we were talking about the book of Habakkuk and the idea that the, Baldea, the Chaldeans are Claude Busters, and certainly uh, we're sharing our own Claude but You know, when we, when we begin to think we're better than others or when we get hard-hearted, whatever that looks like, God, he calls in the Claude Busters. And, and I love the way that, I mean, the more I have meditated on these passages over the last week or so, is that you never see it coming. I mean, he did it so good. He goes, it's the way that God said it, like, behold and wonder marvelously that I'm going to work a work that you won't believe. You wouldn't believe it if somebody told you. And so when I look at so many different events in my life that totally hit me where I lived, <laughs> right there in the heart, you know, it happened with me with the dealership in general. It happened to me with my cancer. And time and again, he hits you where you live, right? Wherever that may be. And you did not see it coming. And and I don't want to mess with anybody's theology, but when you look into the Hebrew of these, these letters within side of these animals that apparently when Adam named them, he saw how God originally sent them. Well, we mentioned wolves, and I told you that if you heard me singing, I'm terrified of them. I'll tell you why. I mean, it's the sword of the Father. I mean, that's kind of what that is a picture of. And, and, and he's using it to remove that hard R. I mean, he, he's got to bust up the clods because otherwise the seed can't get in there, man. I mean, he's got to, he's got to create good soil and he knows what, what, it, what it's going to take and what, you know, in my life and your life and all these different things. Um, like, wow. And I, and I am, I'm just telling you that, that, that those are some powerful letters within those animals. And really, really beautiful letters as well. And so today's show, as always, is brought to you by Hebrew Letter. You're not shocked, are you, Jerry? (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) And as I was studying these animals, there were two of them that really grabbed my attention. And the the letter that I'm going to use is the letter Nun, which often means faith. But in this case, it means the supreme leader. All right? So, So what they're saying is the... The greatest among you will be the servant of you all, where the letter nun means a faithful servant. And so when you put a nun in front of certain words, then that means that this is the leader. Like like Moses was very, very humble, and that made him the prince of princes, right? And, And same with David. He was a very, very humble leader. And as a result, that nun at the front of a word makes him the leader. Well, when you look at those words... For leopard, it starts with the letter nun. And then it has a mem and a resh, which would mean the head of water. So we have, we, have, we have sort of like a prince who is over water. Well, fascinatingly, the eagle is a prince over princes. And the eagle starts out with the letter nun and then has a shin. So not only is it the prince of the princes, but it's the prince of fire. So once again, we see fire and rain coming into the idea of judgment, which when you think about when God's going to rain down something, he either rains down fire, he rains down water. However, that those are both items that come into all our lives. The water is to make us clean, and the fire is to refine us. And so this leader of the of the of the rain 
this leopard, which is symbolizing something, right? It's going to come on you faster than you. <laughs> if you've experienced this that I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? It comes on you so fast. And you did not see that coming. But but think about what God's doing. Is is he is he trying to clean you up or or is he trying to refine you? In both cases, it's going to be good. I mean, it, he does it out of love. And and, and you think um he's going to do it on a worldwide basis. But really when you look in your own life, Jerry, he's done it many times, hasn't he? Oh yeah. And and you sit there and we're thinking about it and as you're talking I'm you know, we always think that that he comes to refine us or to to, to bring bring. We think sometimes just punishment on us. Why me, Lord? You know, I'm I'm a good person. I believe in in you. You're my Lord and Savior. Why is this coming on me? But sometimes it's no more than just because of we became complacent and comfortable with where we are, and God has to kind of get us because that's not where He wants us to be. He wants us to be growing. As you talk about the seed. I mean, he wants that seed to grow. That seed is planted inside us of Jesus Christ. And if it's not growing, we're not very pleasing to God. Yeah, we get, we get in these ruts, unfortunately. Yeah. And the soil gets hard. <laughs> and those clodbusters, oh, my gosh. I bet you've experienced them. So I would love to hear your clodbusting story. I know you've got you know, Yeah, that's it. I'm sure everybody sitting here is listening this morning listen to Robbie's story, but they're thinking, you know, they don't realize, you know, if you just slow down a moment, just think back about how God has been dealing with you over the course of a lifetime. There's been many of those moments. Right. Like I can remember all too vividly when the accountant came in from Chrysler to tell me that, you know, I was missing $600,000. And by the time they finished it, I was missing over a million. I did not see that coming. <laughs> I mean, talk about busting up your clods. <laughs> A lot of club busting there, that's for sure. So, uh, you know, what does that look like? And what was God, what was he working at? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Sarah Linda's in Washington. She has a a song for us. We're going to get to that in a second, but we need your call, 866-348-7884. You know, God is going to call the cloud buster because he loves you. Yeah. You know, it's 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 kind of hard to study these passages after you've been on the Song of Solomon and love and all this stuff I've been studying. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, like all this stuff. But, but, but man, it is such a picture of love in its own way that is beautiful because I, I, I can't imagine my life had he not busted up those clods. I mean, I wouldn't be here talking to you on the radio today. And there's no way in the world if he hadn't come in with some serious clod busting. God had a path. (laughs) He had a path. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Clod Busters. If you think you're better... Then those in the hood, God's going to call Clod Busters. If your wallet's stuck and it don't give good, God's going to call Clod Busters. I'm afraid of those horses. 
I'm terrified of that wolf. God is going to call cloudbusters. We have been talking about that today on the Christian Car Guy Show, and you may wonder, what does this have to do with Cars Robbie? <laughs> I thought this was a car show. Well, it is. It is because in all of our lives, um, as we're driving, you know, often he will he will choose to call in the cloudbusters. They, it will, you will not see that coming. Okay, I, I know of lots of people that got in a horrible accident right after God told them to put on their seatbelt. They did not see that coming. In so many different ways, you know what it says in the back chapter five verse. I mean, chapter one verse five. It's going to work a work in your days. Well, you will not believe if it were told to you, okay? And and it will come swiftly because all these animals represent these unbelievable forces that God knew he was going to use in all our lives, you know, with Adam in so many beautiful ways. So, you know, in the Jesus labor love, which is really where I was kind of going right this minute, you know, we have the opportunity to... Minister to those people that, that, you know, we may think, well, they made bad choices. We may think a lot of things. But, you know, we, we that, not our role. Our role is to say, man, how can I help you? And, and what can I do to make this better, for, you know, in any way, shape, or form that, I often, that often we can? And we always get to pray with them and all those things. And so that is a big part of what we do here with the Christian Car Guy Show. And so you may have noticed in my song, <laughs> if your wallet's, you know. Your rapping song. Oh, yeah, and you don't give you good, right? I don't want God to call the clodbusters on you, okay? So I want you to give to your church and all those other things. But if you have been, if you feel a need to help somebody that really, I assure you, because we're talking to people that are really, every single week, um, Scott will tell you that those people are really, really hurting really, really need transportation. And this weekend I got a text from a young lady who's always so faithful to text me and tell me how she's doing. And she says, oh, Mr. Dilmore, has anybody donated a car, right? Those people out there that might have a car that they, they don't want to trade it. You know, they think it may not be fixed. But whatever the situation may be, man, what it would mean for somebody that doesn't have transportation to get back and forth to work and all those things like here we want to bust up your clods without you doing it the painful way. You know, it, it can come with wolves and horses and leopards, but, or even an eagle, which was really swift. Um, you know, Robbie, the thing is about a car, I mean, just everybody listening, and I describe it sometimes when I'm talking to somebody about Jesus' labor of love and the importance that a vehicle is to somebody. You know, we are in a society now that, that depends on transportation, depends on our vehicles. Just think about it. If you're listening, just take a moment and think about if you walked outside your front door and in that driveway or in front of your house or in the parking lot of the of a apartment or whatever it may be, you didn't have a means of transportation that day. Just how does that impact you? And now think about you probably got you're a single mom or you have a uh, special needs child or or you're dealing with an illness or you're taking care of parents and add all of that. I mean, and then often, often that's exactly what these people are up against Yep. and or trying to take care of just, you know, get, keep their job and they can't keep their job because they can't keep good transportation. So those, you know, if God puts it on your heart, man, I mean, it's really, really a wonderful thing. And, and he puts it on my heart, right? He, he's putting on my, he busted up my clods all week. Like, Robbie, we need to push, we need to, we need to, we need to speak 
uh, on this issue because the, the needs are real, and it breaks my heart. We, you know, that we don't have anything right this minute. But God's going to provide. I know He will. He always does. Yes, and uh, it's going to well, be before awesome. Before you go to, to uh, go to the phone, I just want to say another thing is the fact that when people hear you talk about that and hear, I am so impressed with the way it works. I mean, because Scott and yourself really do screen and make sure. A lot of people say, you know, if I'm donating something, donate a car. I mean, is it really going to somebody that that needs, or is this, you know, is there really any? Am I really, could I make a better impact somewhere else? If they're receiving something from Jesus' labor of love, they're, it's, it's much bigger than just that automobile. And Robbie and Scotch, I'll really dive in and, and, and have prayer with them and talk to them and more walk the journey with them. And so that's just, to me, that's just humbling and impressive. Yeah, I I think that's absolutely huge. There, there was from the day that God put it on my heart to do this. I wanted anybody that received help to know it did not come from us; it came from Jesus. That's why it got that name. And, and I actually got an email from somebody I'm trying to think of the name of the country. It's in the Balkans over in Europe that he wanted to start in it. He wanted to start it in his country. When I mind if he borrowed all my stuff, and I'm like, dude. <laughs> I would be so honored, you know, because he just saw it as, as an opportunity. He's a mechanic. I think it was in Al- It started with an A. It's in the Balkans, but um, over above Greece. It wasn't around here. We it wasn't around right here, here, but, man, this guy was – he's a mechanic, and I was so honored that he would do that. It's so beautiful. I do – Sarah's been hanging on. Sarah Linda's been hanging on forever in Washington. Sarah Linda, you're on the Christian Car Guy Hello. Show. Good morning. I, uh, I, I'm uh, – our station doesn't come in again, but Uh-oh. I've been listening, and I've got so many cloud cloud <laughs> hopper stories <laughs> as you talk in my life and and what I've seen in others. <laughs> uh, I, what came to mind was when, uh, and I start writing. Well, c- call the cloud hoppers, bus <laughs> cloud busters, <laughs> cloud busters. If I can read my scribbling wolves and horses and leopards and eagles in the sky how many are the clod busters about which you may decry well that's what i was starting and i was thinking about when Stalin was dying one one of the thoughts that came to my mind about well there were so many uh, i mean when i hear you uh you know my life story runs through my mind and you know it's been a long story. I mean, <laughs> you know, ninety five yeah. years. You got a lot of uh, stories behind your. Well, anyway, <laughs> I, I just so much comes to my mind, and I, I that's what I started to write. Uh, uh, call the clodbusters. Wolves and horses and leopards and eagles in the sky. How many are the clodbusters of about which you may decry? Anyway, I thought of when Stalin was dying. His uh, his uh, daughter was watching and praying. She's a Christian, and but he was declaring that there were wolves tearing at his flesh, and uh, he was his fist was. Against God, he was—he had a fist, right? Not a not a reaching up to the Lord, but a fist at in the face of the Lord. 
but he felt these wolves tearing at him. And, you know, he was called to be a leader, and and uh, leaders are like supposed to be like shepherd dogs uh, that uh, follow the Lord's command. But he he uh, he chose a different path, and 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 that was a uh, very much a. He was not listening. He was, but what a terrible end! Oh, it was, and, and, and what a yeah. what a lesson for all who try to be, uh, uh, you know, that kind of a leader. Oh wow! Anyway, uh, in my life, of course, that as you have told before, but I, there was much going on in my life before that helped have me me to have a stroke. And then later, uh, there were other things going on, and there there are during all our life, there are things that help us to break up those uh, those places that have become, uh, you know, hard. Rutted, and, yeah. And I, I went through cancer, as you as said before. But each each thing has has been a a real blessing because of. And overcoming, we we can't be overcomers until we have something to overcome. Right, and, and you know, as I was thinking about it, what you're talking about, um, Sarah Linda, that and you have to overcome with with humility and, and joy and uh, just yielding to the Lord. And there's so many stories. Oh yeah, and, and I was. I, uh, can you hear me? Okay. I'm praying that I can write them down, <laughs> and I'll be sending these songs to you as soon as I can. Okay. Well, thank you, sir. Well, Linda. Thank you so much. God bless you. You have a great... We're going to keep you on the line so you can hear it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. But hopefully she'll stay on, and we will be back with your story, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Bob Busters. If you think you're better than those in the hood, God's going to call Bob Busters. If your wallet's stuck and it don't give good, God's going to call Bob Busters. I'm afraid of those horses. I'm terrified of that Yes, God's going to call Claude Busters, and uh, we would love to hear your story of you getting your clods busted. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. But actually, as, as Sarah Linda was sharing, and apparently she couldn't hear me, but I, you know, God gave me a revelation. It really did, you know, because I, I remember when I got cancer, and, and then later I had a, a a brain abscess that was perhaps worse than the cancer. <laughs> and I kept on getting sick. And I, and by the way, each of those I did not see coming, right? And, and no doubt God was busting up my clods. But in both cases, I remember being just dumbfounded by how kind people were to me. I, I, I mean, my Sunday school class came out and built a wheelchair ramp on my house and all sorts of people came and visited me in the cards and the love that was poured out for me. And, and, and you see, I didn't come to Christ until I was 
in my mid thirties, and I I was, and probably still am not a very kind person. <laughs> I was just because I had never been that kind to anybody else. I was dumbfounded at how kind everybody was being to me, and and I saw the love of God on all sorts of levels, and and I'm like, oh my goodness, that was the that what that was. Perhaps what he was showing me, Jerry, was that, you know, look what, look what kindness looks like. Here's what love looks like. Here's, here's how other people really care about you. You know, you could kind of do this for other people too, Robbie, if you really wanted to. <laughs> I know exactly what you're, I mean, and I don't want to take up Edith's time, but yeah, same thing. I mean, I, what you're saying, I have experienced that to a 10th degree and, and just definitely made me think, you know, who am I and or whose am I? <laughs> right. And the generosity when I had financial crisis is that people poured out financially to me in ways that just blew my mind um, and still do. And, and I think, wow, it, it may have taken 30 years to figure it out, God, but I'm working on it anyway. We got Miss J is in Greensboro, North Carolina. She's got a Buster's story for us. Miss J, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Maybe thank you, know. Who am I and, or who's am I? Oh, I. In a generosity, when I had financial crisis, is that people poured out financially to me in ways that just blew my mind um, and still do. And, and I oh, he's, wow. there's a delay of some kind. Ms. J, are you with us? I'm working on it anyway. We got Ms. J. Ah, that's like deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got you know we got we're trying out a new studio today that we've never used before. So perhaps you know that's something that's going on there. But um, I, and we I hate because Miss J had something for us, but we just um, you know yeah, yeah, Sarah Linda thanks. couldn't hear us, and now we had that. I don't know what that was, but meanwhile, you know we do want to um, <clears throat> think about you know what how how beautiful is it, Jerry, that God gives you if you'll sit there you know when you when I first started reading these verses in Habakkuk, I can tell you they, they were not attractive to me. <laughs> but the more I pondered and the more I thought, like, wow, I did not see that coming. You know, when, when we, I know for me, when I read Scripture and, and, and study on it, you know, it's so important for me to read it. I have to read it a couple, well, not just a couple times, multiple times, but right. one of the times just reading to hear what God is speaking to the people at that time, but then read it back to, you know, what is God saying to me today? Right, right, and, in this and, very moment. Yeah. And when, when Sarah Linda was talking about, the, and I'd never heard that about Stalin, um, and I, I didn't understand um, all that. <clears throat> but, you know, God is really, you know, he, he's, he's, he's holding up pictures, poster pictures for us to see you know, here's what real love looks like. Here's what real generosity looks like. Here's what it really feels like to get something that you didn't deserve. <laughs> I think that's called grace. <laughs> Thank God for grace. That's for sure. oh, yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, it's one of the things he just keeps teaching me over and over and over again that if, it's, if it was something you deserved, it ain't grace, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was this unbelievable lavish hand of god that, that when your clods got busted right that here 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 to the rescue you know came all sorts of people all sorts of things um you that, know and, and as you said that you know it's not you know sometimes we 
you know, we imagine it's just going to be, you know, somebody evident that it was God, but sometimes it's just sort of hidden in other people and their actions because they're showing, as you mentioned, you know, showing grace through Christ to us, and we're like, you know, I didn't deserve it. I don't deserve for people to reach out to me and and tell me when financially I was I was struggling and and got blindsided. But people from all aspects that I never thought would contacting me and offering to help and stuff, and all of a sudden that you just that does nothing but point us to Christ. I mean, it's just powerful. It, it really is, and. Um... You know, in its own way, it's a it's a picture of love that is spectacular because you can't help but wonder, you know, okay, you know, like I like I talked about at the beginning, you know, in what ways was I thinking I was better than other people? In what ways do I do I give the way that that, that have been given to me? And how do I love the way that I've been loved? And you know, again, the the person who gave me more than anybody would be Jesus, and the person who loved me more than it, you know, all that, like, okay, wow. You know what an opportunity, and and what an opportunity we have to be part of a ministry that that really does that for people, yeah. And, and lots of opportunities that I guess God's given us, and, and you can take part in that. Again, it's at ChristianCarGuy.com. That's our website, ChristianCarGuy.com, and there you're going to find the Jesus Labor Love, all that information where you could give a car or pray for, you know, the people in need or whatever it is that, that, that God puts on your heart, as well as you want to see something cool. You can see that I posted today, of course, on God's Going to Call Cloudbusters, that picture on Nebuchadnezzar's obelisk of there's a horse, then there's a two-headed leopard, there's another horse, and then there's an eagle. And it's like, hmm, it's like, had he read a backic? <laughs> You know, that's pretty amazing stuff when you think about it. Yeah, when you go on there also, and we hadn't really mentioned much about it, but just talked about communion and stuff. It made me think as I was driving in, thinking about when I looked at the, what was on the, the on the website this morning, you know, that's the one time God wants us to just kind of slow down and just, just think about what he has done for us as individuals. What it, you know, he died on that cross for mankind, but also he died on that cross for Robbie Dillmore. He died on that cross for Jerry Mathis, you know, it, it was personal. Yeah, and in our own way, we put him there, right? Yeah. In our own way, we drove the nails. But by the same token, in our own way, when we're in communion, you know, we feast on him, right? And and we feast on him, not only, obviously, when you're taking the bread and the wine, but you're feasting on him when you're when you're at church, when you're in a group like, you know, we are today in the studio. Like, you know what a joy it is for me, actually, Jerry, to have shared this experience with you for 20 years. You know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Come on now. <Adam. laughs> <laughs> you know, well, it's 18 years, yeah. ago, but we're going on 20. Well, no, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, man, it doesn't, as you said that, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't seem possible, does it? No, it doesn't. So, wow. And God is good. And he, he really, really is. Again, it's ChristianCarGuy.com. And oh, how fun. You know, I, had, I shared that uh, Robbie's Spice Coffee recipe. And I had all sorts of emails from people who apparently couldn't find it on the website. But I, I put it under the communion thing. But if you want the re- recipe, feel free to email me for my um, Spice of Life coffee. How fun will that be? <laughs> and again, we are so grateful that you listened and joined with us here at the Christian Car Guy Show. Um, And, of course, I would be remiss, Jerry, and you mentioned it. Slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. Thanks for listening.
This is the Truth Network.